0: Hello, Mike. Hey, Jay. How's it going? You feel you're a little sicky. I'm a little sick. Yes, a little sick. All right, it's okay. It'll be right. It's not COVID, but I'm a little sick.
1: At this point, it doesn't like saying you have COVID's. Like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, you know, like it's just it's the,
0: long, like, it's the long. the COVID that I worry about.
1: Yeah, I, I worry about just uh, the general health of, health of our society. Do you know over a hundred thousand people die every year from air pollution?
0: Um. Yeah, I could see that
1: <laughs> I know, it's a terrible factoid yeah, But we're not talking about that bad. today We're talking about She-Hulk number, Episode 2 Uh, The title, what was the title?
0: Yeah. What is the title? It's called Superhuman Law
1: Superhuman Law So, I was watching this today And I was super busy at work But I took a nice little half And I like this because this show is only half an hour So you can take yeah. a nice little break uh, I took a break and watched it. And again, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And here's why I'm enjoying this show. They're using this show to help progress the Marvel semi Marvel Cinematic universe forward and also addressing things that happened previously. So this show actually is doing two things. It's creating a new character with, um, Tatiana's She-Hulk. Right. Um, Jennifer uh, Walters. Walters? Yeah, Jennifer Walters. Um, and they're not expanding the universe as much as kind of cleaning house. They're kind of going around, sweeping up, looking around corners, seeing what's over here, and really tightening everything up for the universe. And it really shows how dedicated they are with this episode, because they don't have to do as much as they're doing, but they're really doing it. And I'm super impressed. I'm I'm, I'm stoked to talk about some of the things that you might have missed on this. Oh, I'm, I must have missed a lot. You didn't miss much. Okay, <laughs> but that is the premise of our podcast, right? Uh, all right. So first up, she's fired, yep. um, which is completely makes complete sense. You can't turn to a, a big green person and punch someone in the face during a court case and lose the case. You can't do that. So um, I don't think she made. She didn't make a misjudgment call. And what's interesting about this is. She kept saying, What did you want me to do? Let those people get hurt. Um, and so that's the superhero. a superhero. Superhero can't watch people get hurt. They, they have to stop bad things from happening. Most people don't do that. Um, most people are fine with watching other people get hurt, uh, as long as they're not hurt. So, of course, so we're not, we're seeing some of the, some superhero stuff come out, but she loses a job. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing
0: one. to me was she was, um, just how, how much of a difference. The amount of drinking she'd been doing took effect once she went back funny. to her regular form. She's God, like immediately is, stumbling all over the place and everything.
1: Oh, uh, Tatiana is such a good. I hope this role shows people how awesome she is and sets her up for better roles in the future. I mean, this role is really good. She's got, she's got good roles. If you haven't watched Orphan Black, please do. Orphan Black is so good. Mike, have you started watching it? No. Nah. uh uh-uh. oh, What's it about? Uh, Orphan Black is about a woman who realizes that she has an identical twin when she sees her identical twin jump off a subway platform into a subway and kills herself but what she finds out later is that she doesn't have a twin she has clones she is a clone and she has other clones of herself out in the world and it's all about the ethical debates of cloning and how cloning could work in our world it's really great wow okay it's you watch the first two episodes, you'd be hooked. You watch the rest of it. There's and that the
0: main actress is the same?
1: Uh, yeah, she. So she's so Tatiana plays all the different twi- all the different clones, and it's like at one time there's like six or seven clones in the same room. Uh, okay, so she has different roles. She's a different actress. She's doing. She's really, really, really good. You gotta watch it. It's fantastic.
0: So did you see the scene in this show where she was getting denied by a bunch of different law firms?
1: Yeah. The last law firm
0: is in, like, a, a not very nice office. There's, like, a concrete wall behind them with mm-hmm. boxes here and there. Yeah. <clears throat> is it possible that was, you know, Matt and Froggy or Foggy?
1: I mean, last time we saw their office, it looked it was in New York. It had, like, a couple windows and it was fine. I, I, I don't think they have to, like, do anything a little, like, they don't have to do anything cute. We're going to see Daredevil at some point. So we just got, we just got to wait and see for that one, but I don't no, I don't think it was in there. I don't think it was it was them.
0: What they told um, her was they we just can't take the risk of a sideshow.
1: Mm, ah, super sideshow, super super sideshow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a call out for us. Yeah, um, but she does get a job. Yeah, she does get a job, and she her first case. So it's interesting the the law office that she was trying to. Uh, go up against, and she lost. Hires her to to handle the superhero division. So they're going to be doing superhero cases. And first up is Emil Blonsky, aka the Abomination. And so she has to deal with that. What'd you think of Emil? Seeing him again, seeing uh, Tim Roth again. He
0: uh, he was pretty good. Uh, you know, I like Tim Roth. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely twists his story a bit. Uh, what do
1: you mean by that? What do you mean by that?
0: Well, he said that he, you know, he thought he was the good guy. He was thinking maybe he'd turn out to be like Captain America or something.
1: He's not wrong. But
0: um I mean he was already kind of uh I don't know, it just seemed like he was already a little corrupt before he ever got injected with
2: anything.
1: We okay, so let's let's lay this out, okay? The United States government, a general for the United States government, Thunderbolt Ross, wanted to find a person who had you? Who had worked for the government? and experiment with gamma radiation. Okay, the person is a fug- is a fugitive because they want to find him, and the person left. So they get a strike team. They go into another country to look for him. During during a battle, like he, um, people get hurt, uh, and then the person, the the fugitive, finds his way into the United States. The government goes after him publicly. Right, um, many people are hurt and maimed. And at the very end, the government injects injects chemicals into Emil Blonsky to help him fight this fugitive. And because of that, the government is is at fault for making him turn to abomination. Like there were doctors who gave him these chemicals. Now the only problem is in the story is that, and this is going to help your side. Emil did make, um. The scientist in The Incredible Hulk, whose name I forget, but he is a comic book character called The Leader. Uh, went um,
0: by the code name Mr. Blue.
1: Yeah, but, but in the comics, he is his, I forget his name, but in the comics, he's called The Leader. And he's one of Hulk's, like, most, like, feared enemies. Anyways, long story. Anyway, so Emil didn't make him give him Banner's blood. So that was something he didn't tell people. And so that's going to cause some problems later because he didn't tell the truth on that. So you are right that Emil did do something to himself to put people at risk. But from a legal standpoint, he's on really firm footing. On your at that on time. your
0: side, he was already injected a little bit when that happened.
1: Yes, he actually got that, he actually had two different injections. He got injected once, and then with the big fight with the Hulk, the Hulk kicked him in the chest. And bro- broke every bone in his body, which, if you haven't seen that scene, is awesome. Uh, but then he heals, and then they inject him with more of it. Makes him even more powerful. But then he says, I want the blood of Banner in my blood, and that makes him into the Abomination. Okay.
0: Yeah, but he was already under the influence, I guess, is what he would say.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. And from a legal standpoint, like, like he's on really firm footing what i don't understand what took him so long to get that i guess it took him a long time to get back to human form so i guess it took him a long time to be able to be um to say anything you know so maybe it took him a while to actually um say that but he's been he's been in jail for a long time
0: what um what prison is this it's it's a department of damage control prison
1: um, there, So there's a lot of different Maximum controlled or Maximum Prisons in the comics. The most um, notorious is the Raft. That's not the Raft, so I don't know what this prison's called, but there's a lot of different ones. This, there is a Supermax prison in Marvel, but I forget what it's called. There's a couple of different Supermax prisons in, D- in the DC comics that's far more famous. But there's a lot of generic ones. But you should think that in Marvel comics and in the Marvel cinematic universe, now most jails have the ability to hold superpowered beings. So it's just a just a thing.
2: Do you have any idea who uh, Emil's seven new soulmates might be?
1: No, but I do think we're going to see them because I, I do think they're going to fight. Um, at some point, they're going to show back up. I'm not sure, but there's a. And if you look at a couple of trailers, um, Jennifer is fighting a bunch of people, and they have different kind of powers. So I think we're going to see those guys at some point. But as far as like uh, Emil, his seven teammates, there's nothing like that in the comics. He's been Emil's been on some teams. The Abomination has been on some super teams, um, some villain teams, but it's nobody worth talking about.
2: Okay. The the show's happening at
0: the same time as the Shang-Chi movie.
1: Is it at the same time, or is it around the same time, Mike? I think
0: it is at the same time, because during this episode, Emil busts out, goes off with Wong, fights uh, in Shang-Chi's sister's fight club. Um, That's what we find out at the end of this, is that he busted out.
1: Well, if you, if you, if you, um, watch the, the, if you watch the show, I, I'm sure you did. He says that it's a video that reveals that he did that. So for my right. understanding is a, a video comes out that shows him fighting. In okay. That yeah,
0: could have, so, could have taken place, uh, earlier. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So yeah, it's just he, he, but he, but you bring up a good, really good point. He, for I, I got a couple of theories about this. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Right.
2: That's what we're here so, for.
1: So I always wondered why, uh, the abomination and Wong were fighting in that club. And I've always thought it was kind of peculiar why Wong would even do it. But now look at like listening to Emil saying that he's found some peace, that he's found some, some ability to calm himself. I think that Wong rehabilitated, uh, um, the abomination and the fight stuff. Was a, was a part of his treatment. Like maybe, hey, we need to fight in order to deal with your anger issues to deal with blah, blah, blah. And Wong took him to that place so he could get some treatment. So it's because like, at, if, you, if you watch Shang-Chi, there's a scene where Wong opens a portal and they walk, and Emil walks willingly into the portal back to his jail cell, right? So I was thinking, why would you do that? And the only thing I can think of is he's trying to learn how to control the abomination and find some sense of control.
0: Yeah. That's a fact. I went back and rewatched that scene in Shang-Chi and the place that Wong takes abomination back to is the same uh, containment system we see in this episode of She-Hulk.
1: Exactly. Now it's very like what I think happened, Mike, is that, this She-Hulk was being produced and written at the same time as Shang-Chi. There was some discussion among different producers probably about this, because it's not just a happenstance that scene of Shang-Chi happened. Uh, So we're seeing some interesting coordination here between, like, some of the producers for all this stuff. So there's definitely a hand at the wheel. Uh, It it took us a while to spin up to see the fruits of this, but now She-Hulk is showing us hey, all this stuff is connected. We're going to show you how all this stuff connected. Hang out with us every week. You're going to see She-Hulk, and we're going to help you through this and show you cool things about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and help you learn more about it. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. Now, that's not a theory. I don't have any kind of proof that that's what happened. But that's the only thing I can think of, is that um, Wong helped uh, Emil. And there's a couple of scenes where Wong is in a courtroom with Jennifer, and I, I guess the case is being tried. So maybe there's some stuff going on with that. We'll just have to wait and see. I, I do think that Emil's case is going to take up most of the series. I don't think it's going to be a couple cases and then that's over. I think I could be completely wrong, but I think that that case is going to be a big part of the series moving forward.
0: You think there's a chance that Emil's seven soulmates are good guys?
1: No, absolutely not. I guarantee you that Emil has something up his sleeve. He's He's got some stuff going on. Trust me. Like, it's not. No. No, 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 no. He's a bad dude. He's a bad guy. He's going to be a bad guy. And we need a bad guy, you know. I would be interested to see a fight between Jennifer and and, and and Abomination. He's massive. He's so big. So I'd be kind of curious to see how that would work.
2: That's all I got. What What did I miss?
1: You got, wait. Yeah, no, that's all you got. That's night. Nice. There's so much more. That's all I got. There's so much. What, okay. That's, t- tell okay. us what I missed. What I missed. All right. So the biggest thing that you missed that you didn't say anything about, and this is going to come out into, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say, this is one of the links from news you can't abuse. Maybe I should move it out. I think I will move it out. We'll see. Um, okay. This is moving officially. I'm taking the show notes. I'm moving officially is out of news you can't abuse. I'm putting it into the regular show notes now just so I can get my brains to shut up. We'll put it in the right place. Alright.
0: Oh, I can't believe I missed this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you missed it. Okay. Oh, my God. So, Jennifer is talking to Banner about the case, and Banner's like, hey, don't worry about it. It's fine. You can take the case. I- I'm a different person now. He's on a Sakaarian spaceship probably going to Sakar. Now, now, I'm glad I got you here, Mike. Alright. The producer of the show talked about this. So, his name, uh, uh, in an exclusive interview, She hulk producer Jessica Gow pointed out that the Hulk's time off planet in Thor Ragnarok is the key to answering the question of why Hulk decided to go to space. Quote, well, I all I'll say is, you know, he spent a lot of time off planet as we saw in Thor Ragnarok. And we only got to see a little tiny bit of what his life was like when he was on that planet. OK, now here's some more things. Quote, I mean, God knows what Hulk got up to in the years he was there, so he's got to go back and handle some off-world things that happened during that time. Uh, Now, uh, let's see. Scout also mentioned how the decision to take Bruce away from Earth was partially fueled by the desire to communicate that Mark Ruffalo wouldn't be in the entire series. So, quote, a big part of it is Mark did did, did what he came to do on the show, and we wanted to make sure that people knew Don't expect him to be in every episode from here on out. So we probably won't see Mark Ruffalo again, maybe until the end. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, And then she says, but also I think it could, it kind of opens up the possibility if Marvel chooses to, to do something with that, to pick up that story if they want it. Interesting. She's being very cagey. Okay. Let's be honest. The Hulk, Hulk, World War Hulk, is being planned. Taking him off-world to Sakaar is part of that. It's all being worked out. Who knows? It's pretty awesome. Be stoked! It's very exciting.
2: I'm excited for you. Why don't you? Why aren't you excited? I don't know
0: anything about World War Hulk, but I do know that you and Josh on our podcast about Ragnarok, y'all love that comic series. So
1: why, why don't you get? Why don't you just get it? Get, get, looking get forward him. to it. Why don't you get it and read it, right? Mike? Mm, I'll add it to my
2: pile. Y- do you have a pile? Well, I have a, a figurative pile that I haven't bought yet. <laughs> What's...
1: <laughs> you know, I have a theory. Yeah? I <clears throat> like people who have a pile of books they haven't read than people who don't read and don't have a pile of books. Yeah. Right? I mean... Even the aspiration of wanting to read is better than not reading.
0: I've also got a pile of books that I haven't read.
1: Mm, I do too. I have like a huge pile, but you will get there. I mean, it's, it's something to look forward to. Anyway, so pretty cool. Um, I think that we should be very careful trying to figure out when we're going to see Hulk again. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of theorycraft and a lot of stuff going on, but my guess is that we'll see Mark Ruffalo maybe towards the end. Um, but the show doesn't need him anymore. Uh, uh, Jeff Walters is pretty self explanatory now. She's pretty set up pretty well. And so, and she's on her own. Anything that pops off, she doesn't have another Hulk to help her. So she's going to have to take care of herself. So it's going to be kind yeah. of interesting to see that.
0: Hey, do you remember the third genius in their family?
1: Yeah, Chad. <laughs>
0: Chad. We see him in this episode.
1: Yeah, we do. He's now a
0: manager at Best Buy.
1: Yeah, pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. Pretty smart guy. Yeah. Pretty smart guy. Uh, What did you think of the family dynamics? Because we don't really see this in the comics. It's very, this is something we see, we don't see often. What did you think about it? How did you feel about
0: it? It's interesting. Um, I don't know what to think of it. I guess we'll have to see how much more of it there is throughout the
1: series. Mm. Did you ever watch. Perfect Strangers, yeah. Tom that's Hanks? cousin Balky. No, 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 no. That wasn't what, Tom Hanks. Tom, no, Perfect Strangers, the sitcom.
0: I was thinking of Bosom Buddies.
1: Yeah. Did you watch Perfect Strangers? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. And you remember the you remember the the characters?
2: I remember Balky.
1: Yeah, cousin Balky. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's the father. What? Yeah, dude. Really. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Mark Lynn Baker. Yeah, Larry Appleton. No, that's not Balky. It's Larry. So Br- Bronson Pinchot is, is Balky. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: what yeah, well, he's the other guy. Mark Lynn Baker. He's the other guy.
0: Fascinating. I had no yeah. idea.
1: Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. I love that show. I think Perfect Strangers was super funny and it had no like morals to it. It was just a funny show. Really good. Um, uh, I'm curious about the family dynamics. I kind of feel like whenever you see families like this in a podcast, uh, it just means that there's gonna be some kind of way they're gonna get hurt. Uh, we did see some cool family dynamics in Ms. Marvel, so maybe we can see this. I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. Pretty interesting. Uh, I think that's it for the episode. Let me think about anything else that you might have missed. Now there is some Easter eggs, but I was gonna wait until Ninja Camp Used. But do you want to hear about this now?
0: I mean, we're right there. Might as well get, yeah, get in the music yeah, yeah. you
1: So apparently, when Jennifer was scrolling on her phone, um, there was a small little tweet or some kind of news blurb or something that showed um, some information on the side. I'm not really sure, but it was like related articles, and there were two different articles um, that the screen showed. The first one said, man fights with metal claws in bark. Bar brawl, so you know what that's about.
2: Um, let me see. Wolverine?
1: Look at the internet. Yeah, very good. That people are saying that that's a real big hint that Wolverine's coming. I think you should be careful because that's an Easter egg, and who knows how weird the Easter egg is. And and so X Men is coming. Well, we're going to get X Men. Of course, we know X Men is coming. We know that
0: you said it wasn't.
1: <laughs> what does say that?
0: Like. Last episode or something like that.
1: The X Men going I was to come? Speculation episode. Soon. You said it they're
0: wasn't not, coming. They're
1: not going to come anytime soon. Not this year. It's, not next year. X Men is coming. No, they're not going to come until a long time because Marvel has no reason to show them up anytime soon. Why would they? They're on their way. No, they're not. Uh, uh, did, you, did you? Are you looking at the link now? No. Okay. I'll, re- <laughs> I'll reach the next marker. The next link says why there is a why there is a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean. You know where that's from. Eternals. Very good, very good. Eternals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, very good.
0: Oh, that was on her phone too?
1: Yeah, so both of those were on their phone.
0: Interesting. Yeah, because there hasn't been mention about that since, and that's a pretty big thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, if there was a big, each um, a big um, celestial in our dead celestial in our ocean, we'd be talking about it like a lot. Uh, so it's not like oh well, you know, like it, it would be talking about. It, so those are, those were some nice little easter eggs there. That was really fun. Um, but that's it for the show. Uh, I am enjoying She Hulk. Uh, Do you have there.
0: more music in can abuse?
1: I do, but I'm going to save it. Hang on.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right.
1: Okay. Uh, but I enjoyed the show tremendously. I thought it was really good. I'm really enjoying Tatiana. I think she's fabulous in this episode. Yeah, she's a good um, actress.
0: They they yeah. they're um they're doing good with their casting.
1: Mhm. I wonder how much money they pay her. Probably a lot. Um but what I really like is some of the is some of the social commentary they're making. Like it's it's like interesting when she got the job. She said, I'm qualified for this job, mm-hmm. but now everybody's going to think that I only got this job because I'm She Hawk. And so that's right. a lot, like a lot of people feel the same way in our society, like especially when you talk about issues of affirmative actions, like it's hard. Uh, that's actually a whole, like, um, clinical thing about, um, what's it called? Uh, oh man, I almost got, uh, imposter syndrome, where you're trying to figure out, like, do I deserve this or not because of all the issues like that. So, Well, hey, so,
0: white guys feel that too, by the way.
1: Well, everybody feels that way, you yeah. know, in different situations. So I, I, it's a really good way for her to bring that up. Um, and I, I think we're going to see more of that when, as as the She-Hulk Jennifer worlds kind of move around. She's going to, like, probably kind of lament her abilities and, like, wish she wasn't She-Hulk, and then sometimes she's going to love it. So we're going to see more of that, but Pretty good so far. What'd you think, Mike?
2: It's good. It's good. Um, you know,
0: uh, I I love how they do these week to week, but I kind of wish that we had the next episode already.
1: Would you just stream the whole thing? Uh, I would, and then I would hate myself afterwards. <laughs> All right. So I got some more news you can abuse. Well, i actually got I got a news you can abuse you weren't you weren't expecting. Um so Mike, you posted something on Twitter that I thought was problematic. What's that? Uh your your guess of who the Fantastic Four is going to be. Oh. So let let's look at Twitter. I'm looking at Twitter right now and you have your It's four not a people. guess. This is just like a, uh, a, a fan,
0: fan cast. This is okay. A fan so cast.
1: who's going to, so let me I'm looking right now. Who's going to play um Johnny Storm? Mike, who's says? what's this guy's name? This kid oh, from Joe Carey Joe Carey,
0: the guy from uh, Stranger Things, fabulous hair from Stranger Things, yeah.
1: Now, okay, Mike, You ready? I'm going. I'm going to rate these A, B, and maybe you can do it to to F, B, no way. Ready? Okay. A. I would watch. I would like him to be Giant Storm. I think he'd be great.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, you would be. That's why I put him in yeah. there.
1: All right. Um, Miss Miss uh, the Invisible Woman. Who's this woman? Uh You picked her,
2: Lily Reinhardt. I think. Where's she from? Uh. Riverdale, I think?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Mike, there's no way she's gonna be, um, she's Susan Storm.
0: I may have gone too young on the
1: Susan Storm. Too young, too blonde, too. No. Right, now, Susan here's Susan Storm's video. blonde, isn't she? Yeah, Susan comics? Storm is blonde, but, I mean, if you look at your cast. Like, there's no way that Marvel's going to have the entire cast of Fantastic Four all white people. That's not going to happen in 2022.
0: I wanted Drax, but he's already taken. Yeah, or yeah. you know, I wanted uh Dave Bautista.
1: Yeah, he. Well, I mean, I would like Dave, there's other big Jack people that could do that, not just him. Um, but no, it's like we. It, it has to be a little bit of diversity in this cast. So I think I think she's going to go 100. Um, Well,
0: and it's got to be you know. They're brother and sister.
1: Yes, but in the remake of Fantastic Four, uh, the, they were adopted brothers and sisters. That's how they fixed that problem. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's who's the thing? Which one's going to be the thing? Uh, Jason Tatum. Channing Tatum. Chan, uh, what's his name? Channing. Tatum? Channing Tatum. Why would he be the thing? Why? What does he bring to the table that makes him Ben Grimm worthy? <laughs>
0: Uh, I was just trying to think of big, big actors that aren't already taken.
1: Big Rim is a really hard character to cast for a couple of different reasons. Is he funny? It's not just funny, but he's also, it's two other things. He's heartbroken because he's stuck behind this big orange shell. He can't get out of it. So he he has to bring some sympathy to that. But also he is confirmed to be the first Jewish superhero ever. So he's, he's confirmed Jewish. So he's going Did to not to be know the, that. Yeah, most people don't. So he's Jewish. So he's a Jewish guy from the Bronx, I think. Um, so it was, a, it was very New York, you know. I don't see Chain's Ham bringing that to the table. So what's Anybody,
0: a, What's a jacked Jewish guy that we could get?
1: I, it doesn't. He doesn't have to be jacked. He just turned into this when he's the thing. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um The guy who played Michael Chiklis wasn't Jewish. Michael Chiklis should do it. <laughs> I got. He could pull this off no problem. He pulled off the thing and he was great at it. Uh, he should, and the, the, the real, uh, what was it called? What do you call it when you have real effects? The practical effects for the thing were perfect. He looked so good. So I don't think they, I, they should not go the CGI route with the thing here, but they right. will, but they really should. Uh, and lastly, but not least, this guy's gonna be fantastic Four. who's this guy? Jason Senegus. Why? He doesn't, he doesn't, I don't look at him and think he's the smartest person on the planet. Why not? Various reasons, Mike.
0: Have you seen Ted Lasso?
1: I have, but this guy's not going to be funny. Mr. Fantastic is not going to be funny. The the humor's going to come from Giant Storm, a.k.a. the Human Torch and the Thing. They're going to be the humor. Mr. Fantastic's going to be a straight man. He doesn't
0: have to be funny. He can be serious.
1: Ah, so Mike, I'm sorry, you've got one right, the rest of them, terrible.
0: There were some very serious episodes of last night.
1: Mm, I haven't watched it. You should. Eh. I got I got I got Destiny 2 to play, I got No Man's Sky to play, I got books to read, I got sleep, you know?
0: Sea of Thieves to play.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll play that, Mike. <laughs> well, last but not least, I know you're sick, so we am gonna go cut this a little short today so you can get some sleep. Um, did you know they go re-release Spider-Man No Way Home? Did not September second. The extended version of Spider-Man: No Way Home will be released in theaters.
0: Are they bringing the extended version to like uh, streaming?
1: I don't know. Huh. I, don't, I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I don't know when we're going to stream this, Mike. Because like, here's the problem: right now, no Spider-Man movies are on Disney Plus eh. uh, because Sony owns them, so. Eh. So I'm sure there are going to be students from negotiation of figuring some stuff out. So do you think this is a Disney thing, a Marvel thing, or a Sony thing? This has to be a Sony thing, right? This is this is a Sony thing. Sony, yeah. Yeah, Mar- like DC and Marvel wouldn't do this. It's kind of tacky, to be honest with you. Here's a movie you saw last year. Like uh, no, no,
0: This is a big thing now, though. Um, they're doing this more and more. Who is? Just movie, movie studios putting movies back out.
1: What same, movie? Same year. What movie would you re- like? It doesn't have to be the same <clears throat> year, but what movie would you want to see re released right now? Do I want to see? If they, if if any movie you would love to see re released on the big screen for a week.
2: Mm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse.
1: Hmm. Interesting. For me, it would be the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I would say every movie, all three movies released once I, I, for one week. So it would be The Phillips, the Fellowship of the Ring for one week, Two Towers for one week, and Return of the King for one week, and that's it. Like, that would be good. That would be good. Like, I remember the joy I felt when they released um, the Star Wars trilogy in the theaters. Oh, that was so much fun. Are you serious? That was one of those things that everybody went to see, you know? So good. It's it's great being a it's great being a Shaun of the Dead, ooh, good one. Shaun of the Dead's a good one, good good release. Uh, Okay, I got another one. Uh, Ooh, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. Never seen it.
2: What?
1: (laughs) That's a lie. You've seen it. I don't think so. What are you doing? Is it good? Yes, Mike. Watch all the Star Star Trek movies, all of them. I hear half of them are bad. So what? Lots of things are bad, but they're worth watching. Okay. What? Give me another one. Ooh, I got one. I got you beat. This is a perfect, perfect answer here. You ready? Okay. Oh, you go. You go first. No, you got go. Go, go. It. Crouching it's Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That'd be a good one. So good. So good. Gosh, that would be so good to watch. Double feature:
0: Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Ang the
1: Hulk. <laughs> so, Mike, there's times when I'm, like, rooting for you. And when you said double feature, Crouching Character, Hidden Dragon, and I was so hoping <laughs> that you would say something awesome. Like, I don't know what it would be. I didn't know what it was going to be. But I was like, come on, Mike, pull this off. And then you said um, that one. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, double feature. Yeah. Uh, Avengers Infinity War Endgame Ugh. together. Oh, All at God. one time. All at one time. Intermission they
0: would, between they would make, They would make tons of money on that, but I would
1: yeah, watch ha- it. Hour, half an hour intermission between the two. Do it. Okay. You go. Double you feature
2: go. Uh, the raid, or is it just oh, raid, gosh.
1: and attack the, raid. the block. Dude, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I saw the raid in theaters, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. God, that movie so I'm gonna watch it later. I might watch it this weekend. That'd be so good.
2: Oh, double oh, feature. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh Ongbok and RRR.
1: What I never seen any of those.
2: Oh my god.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You've gotta see both
0: of
1: those. Okay. Uh July 4th weekend. Seriously, watch no, RRR. I, I had,
0: okay. You will be smiling.
1: Uh, from I'm air it to it air. Down. I'm writing it down.
2: Halfway through write, that, you know. I'm writing
1: it down. Yeah. Fourth uh, of July, Armageddon.
2: Done. I did it. Perfect. Fourth of July. You can't think
1: of a more patriotic movie than Armageddon. Come on. 4th Fourth of, of July? July. Fourth of July. We. You've seen Armageddon. Yeah. It's a super patriotic America flag waving movie. 4th of July.
0: You mean Independence Day?
1: No, no. I mean, no. I, I mean, Armageddon, the movie, is released on the 4th of July.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, one more for you, then one more for me. man. Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: No, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Akira, in the original dubbing. Done.
0: Original dubbing?
1: Yeah, you've seen it. I don't even... Please say you've seen Akira. Just say, just (laughs) lie to me. I will
0: lie to you. I've seen Akira.
1: Oh my gosh. Gosh. I have the 4K Ultra Edition in my my cabinet over there. I think I'm going to watch it this weekend. I've told my wife that this Sunday I'm not going to be doing much. So I think I'm going to have like two solid hours, but she'll just like not Let's like kind of be like, okay, do what you want. I'll watch that. I've seen Ghost in the Shell. Okay, if you watch Ghost in the Shell, you should watch Akira. Okay, um, Mike, I got another question for you. Yeah. So you 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 people are listening to this podcast. They're having a good time. They're laughing, but they're also like, "What what is this podcast?" Which is a fair 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 question, listener. How can these people get this podcast into the ears of their friends and family?
0: Hit the share button right now. Share it with at least three of your friends.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Subscribe, follow, rate, star, thumbs up, share, do all that stuff.
1: Yes, oh, yes. Eat, like go it's get a big email chain. Throw our link in, have them listen to us. Um when you're having a party, just put us in the background so that people can listen <laughs> to it. I think that's good. Uh, just like let, you, let your friends and family know, because remember, we're going to do every episode of She-Hulk. That's what we do. So every episode of She-Hulk, and next week covered. my
0: voice will be better.
1: And next week, Mike's voice hopefully will be better. But uh, we're going to cover it every episode, so you don't want to miss that. And then, and then we're going, we have to cover Black Panther later on this year. We've got a lot going on, so you don't want to miss any of it. Make sure you tune in.
0: So you've you've got to subscribe because mm-hmm. one of these She-Hulk episodes. Is going to have Daredevil in it, mm-hmm. and Jarvis and I are going to – we're going to go crazy on yeah, that, on that podcast.
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. It's going to be amazing. You'll want to hear definitely, it. Definitely make sure that you have us on your podcast at all times. Mike, I hope you feel better, man.
2: Thanks, dude. All right.